Happy Friday! It has been a little while. Happy new podcast. Let's be a bit of a chocolate nerd today. In today's episode, I'm sharing the top chocolate books and resources I have used throughout my career. Let's do this. Three, two, one, intro! Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hello, hello. Happy day. Happy middle of April. Almost end of April. (laughs) Pardon, I had to skip a week because they were doing construction right outside my window and I just never had an opening to record unless you wanted to hear (coughs) the entire time. Anyways, I received a request for today's episode, and first I just want to say thank you to that person for making the request. As much as I can, I do value what you, you guys, the listener, care to hear and how I can be more helpful. So today's topic is all about chocolate books, specifically the ones that I have found useful and helpful throughout the past 14 years. So... I will say that Bruno and I, between Bruno and I, we have so many books, like so many books, so many resources, which is amazing. Um, But there are definitely a few that I feel are used more than others. So just jumping right into it. Number one, Peter P. Grueling's Chocolates and Confections. This is the book they used in the CIA. It's the book that I was using in culinary school. It has a plethora of chocolate knowledge in it. I have so many notes and highlights in this book because, again, it was my first one, the one I used in school, and I absorbed every single page of it like a freaking sponge. That's how I used to study, by the way. I would just read, 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 absorb, absorb, memorize, memorize until it just became ingrained in my brain. So if you are just beginning chocolate, yes, it does take work in the sense that you get technically better as you practice. But you've got to make sure that you have the foundation right first. I always say that. Set your foundation right first. So this book is definitely a foundational book. It covers equipment. It covers what is chocolate. It covers where it comes from. Tempering, molded bonbons, dipped bonbons, recipes for ganaches, all of that stuff. Very, very thorough beginner's book. Second book. I am going to interject really quickly Uh, because that was my first book and then after culinary school the majority of the learning that I took on honestly came from work I have said it many times before if you've been listening to 
me and the posts that I make, but I just think that it's the truth is that uh, when I decided I wanted to be a chocolatier, that was one of the main pieces of advice that I received was you need to go and seek out to learn, not just from anyone, but from the best. You do that and it's going to open the door. And that was 100% true in my case. So the vast majority of the knowledge that I got post-culinary school, so in the real world basically, came from all of the chefs that I sought out specifically after school. And being thrown into an element that is not your comfort zone because I had no kitchen experience whatsoever. Chocolate was brand spanking new to me. I was a noob by all means, sizes, shapes, definitions. Um, I just had a lot of passion and I had a lot of patience for it and I had work ethic. I knew that for sure. I knew that whatever was thrown my way, I was going to take it, learn it, practice it, and have it make me be a better chocolatier. That's exactly what I did. So my second book, I will get to an actual book, but my second quote unquote book resource is the many books that I ended up writing in my notebook uh, that I had in my pocket no matter where I worked. If you are in a workplace, always have a notebook on you. I got teased a lot for it in a couple workplaces, but I don't care because it was important to me. I am a visual person. I don't remember things quite off the bat. That's why I always record and repeat and repeat and repeat because I need to see it. And if you just go about your day just seeing things once and you don't practice it enough or you do something, you learn something at work and then you go back the next day and then all of a sudden it's on you to do it by yourself, it helps to have a notebook with notes that you can refresh and be able to prepare yourself for the workplace, right? So no matter what level you're at, if you go to work, be willing to show up, be willing to be of service, have a notebook on you, Record it. That book's going to be super, super duper handy dandy. Handy dandy notebook. I am in a sing-songy mood today, y'all. And uh, speaking of experience from 10 years ago, I'm not 100% sure if it's all changed today with the rise of social media, this and that. But another little quick thing is that if you are someone who is trying to seek out actual chocolate experience... I still go by the old school way, actually. I still go by the formal way, I guess you would say. If I'm trying to reach out to someone um, for a resource, a question, something, I always believe there's a correct way to go about it. I think with social media, people have become very casual about things. And a lot of times, if you ask a question or approach a chef in a casual manner, you don't get responded to in the way that you want because it's not respectful, right? So if you are someone who's trying to get work, like actual work experience, I will share with you that for me, because this was back 10 years ago, like I said, 10 plus years ago, so social media wasn't crazy yet, but I literally did it the old way. Like I would literally have a resume, a cover sheet, go to places that I actually showed interest in, drop off my resume, ask to speak to the owner, all of the things. And I didn't hear back from everyone. I heard back, I don't know, I think from three or four out of the 10 places I probably went to. But it, it's, that's just how it, get, that's how it gets started. That's how it gets going, right? And eventually it got to a point where I realized I needed to go search beyond what was around me. And thankfully in my position, I was young enough that I was able to still move around. I didn't have any responsibilities. I think you all know the story landed me in the east coast i researched all the chocolatiers on the east coast and found a chef 
Jacques Therese, who is the person who I saw, ah, MOF, chocolate experience, chocolate business experience, for sure, that's who I want to work for, bada bing, bada boom, made all the things happen, right? For some way to be physically in the same space um, and pursue an opportunity, you need to have the courage to do it. You need to, you know, think bigger picture on everything. And it, you need to be willing to be kind of ballsy. Because when you're first starting off, books are great. I will tell you that books are great for resources, like especially really good books. And I'm going to talk more about the other ones I use. But experience really will shape you as a chocolatier. You will grow so much based on your work experience. I just can't say it enough. If you want to be a chocolatier, get some work experience in, right? And now moving on, a uh, second book that comes to mind that has helped me uh, honestly getting ready and you know inspired for chocolate is So Good Magazine. Yes, this is a magazine that highlights mostly pastry, but they often feature chocolatiers and there's recipes that are shared by those chocolatiers. So Good Magazine is like a beautiful curated exhibit of some of the world's most talented chefs. Just as with anything creative, you can look at something that's not necessarily chocolate and draw inspiration from it. So I have always said pastry is like not my jam. Like I can do it, but it doesn't turn me on. I don't have any interest to pursue it further than just knowing about it, right? But there is a lot of flavor combinations, styles, uh, designs that were put together in pastry that are very inspirational for me in chocolate. And so So Good Magazine is my number two. If you don't know about So Good Magazine, go ahead and check it out particularly volume number 22. There's another one I can't remember off the top of my head, but particularly volume number 22 features Ramon Murado and he goes more in depth on ganache and balancing. And I know so many new chocolatiers want to get caught up on that, right? Book number three. Now, like I said, I remember reading this book, but again, after culinary school, it was just work, 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 work. Um, but Jean-Pierre Weibel's Fine Chocolates 2, Great Ganache Experience is another one. This book solely focuses on ganache. It has recipes with the water activity listed, so you know that they're stable, right? On the note of ganaches, real quick, I will say uh, something that I absorbed and I feel most chocolatiers do is that if you learn or make a list of recipes, when it comes time to actually create new ones, you already have a base to work off of, right? Some things you can simply substitute a prey or something like that without changing the water activity drastically. You could sub, for instance, one citrus for another, one tea for another, etc. So when it comes to recipes, what I'm trying to say is don't make it so hard on yourself, right? Understand what balancing means and all of that. Build a base, a couple of recipes that are balanced, right? But don't overthink it for literally every single recipe. You're going to drive yourself nuts, y'all. Once you've got some base ones, just adjust based off that, then test and then done. Move on. Simple. Book number four, Ramon Murado's Chocolate. I feel like every single chocolatier has this book, but it is a great resources for understanding more about balancing in chocolate. I first learned about balancing and the correct percentages back when I worked for Melissa Koppel, who learned from Ramon Murado. I have never personally met the chef, but from how he writes and how he cares so much for chocolate, I feel like he's an amazing resource to understand more about understanding chocolate, ganache, and how we can move forward to innovate in chocolate, right? I'll mention also that his most recent book, Files, touches on vegan ganache and understanding what we need to alter in order to create a ganache that is still pleasing to the palate, well-balanced, all of that good stuff. Book number five, this last one, 
I'm not sure if you can get it in the US actually. I first heard about it from my chocolate chef back when I worked at Bellagio, but it is Jean-Pierre Richard's ganache. Le art et l'expertise de Jean-Pierre Richard. Did I say that nicely? I don't know. This book is entirely in French, all right? I got it when Bruno and I went to France back in 2017, and it is a doozy of a book in terms of digesting information. For one, because ha, <laughs> it's in French. So I've literally gone through this book with my phone and Google Translate, and that's how I got through it. And for number two, it goes deep, like deep into basically all of the scientific and chemical understandings of pretty much every single component that there is involved in ganache. Now, some may find it a bit too technical, but me personally, I appreciate understanding the science behind chocolate, understanding how atmosphere and why placing something with more humidity will transfer that humidity onto another layer, how different sugars are composed and interact. It's, it's very in-depth. It's not for the faint of heart, I'm telling you that. But again, I am a nerd. I am Academics is my background. I like that kind of stuff. I find it very interesting. So if you can stomach using Google Translate or if you happen to speak French, woohoo, or unless they release a version in English in the future, which I don't think they will, then this one is definitely for the ambitious. Last note, while all these books have been helpful throughout my career, I have to say by far the best teacher, I said this kind of earlier, but the best teacher by far was experience, right? It wasn't until actually working in the industry that I really started to absorb and I got to see like what I was starting to learn about in culinary school, I got to really see it, right? In the real world. So PS, I did another podcast, podcast on this, but if you're thinking about going to culinary school, just to learn chocolate, skip it. Save yourself a thousand bucks or more, just saying. Um, I talked about that on another episode you can find, but seriously, the true, true knowledge comes from work experience. I will note, of course, if you are looking to learn, learn from knowledgeable, reputable, skilled professionals. Otherwise, you're going to be feeding yourself all the wrong info, and sometimes it can be harder later to unlearn all of your bad habits, right? Like I said, I was brand new to chocolate. I didn't know how to do a dang thing. I knew how to read like a mother because academics, like I said, was my thing. But working in kitchens, very intimidating to me. Working in chefs and, you know, being the new the new chocolatier in town, very intimidating. Um, I never felt like I belonged or I, or I was 100% comfortable, but I was willing to fight to earn my place underdog theory. I never felt like I fully um, grasped everything or had an understanding of everything that was happening around me. I just kind of took the moment as it was and I think that helped me in the moment to not overthink everything so much because I could just take the experience as is. So once again, I always say it, but have fun, right? Have fun with it. Know that you're putting your best foot forward. Go to seek out, learn from the best. Study yourself with books and learn and practice at home if you can on top of it and have some fun. And then, no matter who you work for, make sure that you learn a ton from every single chef. (laughs) Try not to curse on this because experience is priceless, right? Don't fall into this trap of thinking you're going to waste time if you work under someone else first. Don't think that, right? You're a noob. Absorb everything, right? You have to ask yourself truly what you want, and you have to be humble enough to accept that where you are, where you're starting off, there's a long way to go. A long way to go. But books are great. Books help. But experience, whether that's through working, continuing education, joining a mentorship program, etc., 
that is where it is truly at. Anyways, I hope this podcast is helpful to you and I shall chat with you guys on the next one. Ciao. And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Convenient Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though... (laughs) via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie! Catch you on the next one.